So what's going on podcast? I want to keep this introduction as quick as I possibly can because what you're about to hear, I truly believe is going to be relatable and more importantly, it's going to be helpful because I'm going to be talking about status and I'm going to be sharing a personal example of me chasing success, buying materialistic items to cover up from my depression to cover up from my own insecurities and I think this is something that we've all probably been guilty of doing in the past of trying to create a false perception of what our lives are actually like because in reality inside we're actually hurting inside we're afraid of that vulnerability so this is a short little clip from a recent interview that I gave on the dreamers disease podcast where I personally explained what I did and personally explained the mistakes I made when it came to chasing status I also want to show you a small little clip from it about mental health and education from an early age in school so without further ado I truly think this is an important lesson I'm going to dive straight into that clip I mean, that was my biggest downfall is just chasing, you know, status. I think, again, men in particular, you know, it's all about status. Mm. Like, we think that the car we drive, the house we have, the job role we've got, the relationship we're in defines who we are as men. Yeah. But like you're saying, in reality, if that doesn't fit well with who we are, there's a massive... Mm. Like, it's the same with me. It was, it was more recent. It was probably about a year and a half ago. No, probably a year ago. I um actually it's probably about two years ago. I was sitting in I was sitting in my house, so I was renting this house, sort of five bed. Rent mm. was colossal, not colossal, but it was way more than I could afford. Yeah, um, was sort of lying, or not lying, but just kind of oblivious. Wasn't telling Amy like my we weren't married then, but I was just kind of like, yeah, you know, we'll go out. I can afford it. I can afford it. I can afford it. We had like a not an amazing car, but before that, I had a car on finance that mm. all my mates thought was cool, but I was paying money that I couldn't afford for it. I had clothes from like several row that like, you know, again, it's all about status. And then I sat there one day and I just thought, I've got nothing. Like, mm. especially when I became a dad. And there was something that happened to my brother recently, like a, a big accident that was completely out of the blue again. And that was what made me realize that if anything happens to me, I leave my kids and my wife with nothing because mm. it's all rented. It's all makes me look more successful than I actually am. Yeah. And now we've stripped it all the way back and I feel way more happier driving my granddad's green Ford Fiesta yeah. and living in you know a, a, a free bed house, but you know we're not renting it. Yeah. And I feel far more happier knowing that I've got you know that there rather than like renting it all and yeah. from the outside looking like I'm happy, but in the inside thinking I'm actually not yeah. happy at all. Do you know what I, on that, I haven't actually, uh, told this to anyone yet but I wrote something the other day on my phone and I was because I was obviously thinking about this conversation that we, we were going to have today and I remember at the talk that you you wrote a letter to your dad mm. of you know things I think you wish you'd said or yeah. you wish you could say to him or something like that and it just got me thinking like what what do I wish I could say or explain or understand um, about myself back when I was in a really bad way and I won't recite it now because I'm going to use it for something else. But essentially the picture I built up was that I look happy on the outside, but on the inside I was falling apart. Yeah. And it's exactly like what you just said on the outside in, you know, having all these things and looking like you're living this great life. But mm. actually on the inside, you're just in absolute pieces. I think a great example of that for me personally is Avicii, like yeah. the DJ. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I grew up wanting to be a DJ like most people yeah. do. And 
honestly, from the outside in, like how perfect was his life? Yeah. Like he could literally, you know, go to any club, get paid six figures probably to play mm. some music and, and travel you know, the world, travel the world yeah. gig and, you know, probably, you know, any relationship that he wanted, he could have and anything that he wanted, he could have. But again, like inside just tells a completely different story. Yeah. And there's so many suicides like that now, you know, there's so many out there mm. that again, from the outside in, you're looking at them like Kate Spade, fashion designer, mm. a lot of girls would dream of like her life, but she's obviously not happy. And yeah. it's scary. Again, like you say, we should, it's this false reality of what happiness is that we're taught from a young age. Yeah. Like achievement, success is what makes you happy. Mm. But when really it's, you know, success for me is when you are happy. Yeah. So if you could flip things then and you could um, teach something in schools about happiness mm. and well-being and, you know, taking care of your mental health, what, what would you, you know, lay down as like the ground rules or the, you know, curriculum yeah. or however? I think it's, it's more simple than people think. It's, it's again, one in schools in particular, like dealing with worry and dealing with stress, like you're not taught any of that. So like when GCSEs come, everyone's sort of struggling and, you know, how do I deal with this stress and how do I deal with this worry? And mm. none of that's actually taught. Um, I think just, you know, more about, more openness as well. So again, school is still a very closed off place. Yeah. I think if the teachers, someone was telling me earlier actually, where, you know, I think her daughter was struggling at GCSEs. She went, the person said, you need to be referred to CAMS, which is like the mental health for yeah. kids. And then six months later, I had a letter saying, you're not, you're not, um, you know, suitable for our program or whatever they call it. And she wasn't like her mum was like, she was just stressed about her exams. Yeah. Yeah. But instead of her having this referral, if her teacher stood up in class and said, look, I know how you're all feeling. I've been there. You know, I know you're all right. You're all worried. You know, if you're stressed, this is what you should start doing. Mm. It's still very, you know, teachers don't, not every teacher, but most teachers don't have that open environment in the con in, in school. So I think it's just, again, the whole stigma that surrounds mental health. If teachers are more open, then kids may be more open as well. Yeah. Um, but just having like lessons on it. Like I did a video on it where it was like, why are schools still fixating on academic intelligence and not emotional intelligence? Yeah. Because it's like, what's a grade on a piece of paper when actually you're stressed, yeah. you're worried, you don't want to live anymore. Yeah. And I've got this thing of that I always say is like, when you look at the school curriculums, like I started secondary school in 1999, which is nearly 20 years ago, which is quite scary in itself. Um, How old are you? 30. Ah. So um, that curriculum, when it's I was going to drop like a 51 or something. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no, when, um, so like the way I see it is like, when you see that curriculum that I started secondary school, what it was teaching kids and what it was about and how it was set up to current day, it hasn't actually changed that no. much. Whereas how much has the world changed yeah. in that 20 year period? And it hasn't changed since like a hundred years. Like, well, yeah. And, and all the time before that. So it's like, that's what I think is mad is that there isn't a kind of shift in dynamic on how kids are being taught or what they're being taught or, you know, like you said, you know, emotional intelligence versus, you know, academic intelligence. Yeah. So as always, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode. And I think this is a really, really important point. I almost wish that I learned it a little bit earlier, but you know, I'm still lucky. I'm, 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 you know, 28. So maybe I'm early learning this because I just think that when we're chasing success, 
we're forgetting the process, we're not enjoying the journey and we're chasing a point in our lives that when we're actually going to get there, we're still not going to be happy. And you have to look at people, like I say in the interview, Avicii, look at Robin Williams, look at Kate Spade, look at Chester Bennington from LinkedIn Park, Linkin Park. You know, even looking at my dad on paper, he has everything. But you know, inside he was telling a completely different story. And there's this whole thing that I'm exploring at the moment called um, social perfectionism, where I, you know, my dad, he was a social perfectionist in the way that he wanted people to, um, you know, see his life as, as being happy. And from the outside in, see him as being someone who's dealing with his emotions, because he didn't want to show that weakness, he didn't want to show those vulnerabilities. And, I just think it's so important that we stop chasing success and we actually realize that we can actually have success from within. And hopefully this episode maybe like I say made you realize if it did help you please do let me know Instagram pmcgregor.com facebook.com forward slash pmcgregor.com you can drop me an email at paul at pmcgregor.com as well. And like I said I just appreciate you giving me your time to listen to this episode. If you did like it leave a five star rating and a review they massively help the exposure of this podcast. If you hated it leave a one star rating and review you do what you need to do completely up to you take control um but yeah i would appreciate a rating and a review if you possibly can once again thanks for listening and i'll see you all in an episode very very soon